as you all know, the Thanksgiving Day commemorates the first Thanksgiving which was celebrated by the pilgrims after their first harvest in the New World in November 1621. This feast lasted three days and was attended by 90 Native Americans and 53 survivors of the Mayflower. Less widely known is an earlier Thanksgiving celebration in Virginia in 1619 by English settlers who had just landed at Berkeley 100 aboard the ship Margaret. Thanksgiving has been celebrated nationally since 1789 with the proclamation of President George Washington after a request by Congress. However, President Thomas Jefferson chose not to observe it. And it was not until 1863 when President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed again a national day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. Lincoln declared it for the last Thursday in November. On June 28, 1870, President Ulysses Grant signed into law the Holidays Act that made Thanksgiving an annually appointed federal holiday in Washington, D.C. On January 6, 1885, an act by Congress made Thanksgiving and other federal holidays a paid holiday for all federal workers throughout the United States. From 1942 onwards, Thanksgiving Day, by an act of Congress, received a permanent observation date, the fourth Thursday in November, no longer at the discretion of the President. On Thanksgiving Day, it is customary to thank God for the harvest, good weather, peace, harmony, and all kinds of daily blessings. There is a common scene in movies and TV shows where a family sits around a table and someone asks everyone to say what they are thankful for. This is a beautiful custom, especially if it is accompanied by true and sincere gratitude and prayer. Without wanting to in any way diminish the importance of Thanksgiving Day, I do want to emphasize that, in fact, each of our days should be a Thanksgiving Day. I mean it. The first thing every morning when you open your eyes should be to give thanks to God, your Father. Thanks for all that he has given us and continues to give us. The air we breathe, 
the light that surrounds us, the heat and the cold, the sunshine and the rain, and the people we love and share our lives with. But most of all, we should thank God for the fact that he has created us in a wonderful, wonderful way and redeemed and renewed us in an even more wonderful way. We are made in God's image and likeness. We are called to imitate him with our whole lives. But we don't have to do it by our own strength, since it is God himself who gives us the strength to do it. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, lives in our souls through faith, hope, and love. We have been clothed with Christ in baptism. God has poured in his love into us through his Holy Spirit and given us a new, supernatural, and eternal life. The fact that Christ lives within us does not mean that God has taken away our free will and our own responsibility. We can compare the way Christ lives inside us and shapes our spiritual life to how, for example, our heart makes our whole organism work but does not in any way take away their functions or freedom from other members of body. So, before giving thanks to God for everything else, our greatest thanks must be for Jesus Christ, our Savior, in whom we have been given new and eternal life, in whom a wonderful perspective is open to us to live not only as God's creatures, but as his children. St. John writes in his first epistle, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. We shall be like him. We are the children of God, redeemed and regenerated through his only begotten Son. And we know that he who has given us his Son will freely give us everything we need. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.